Hello, all you amazing people out there. Welcome back, or welcome, to the Geek Visions Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to the big three of visual media, that being film, video games, and television. I am your host, Hoover, and this is yet another edition of News Drop, with this one covering some of the big stories from all three of our categories for the month of July as we wrap up and move into August. Yeah, I gotta tell you, this is a <laughs> this is a pretty pretty big news drop here. We got some big stories from all of our categories, but I will say some big news coming in the video game and film news today. So let's get a quick run through and see what we'll be talking about today. First off, we will be talking about another weekend of movie openings. We're going to talk about how Space Jam did and some Black Widow news. We'll be talking about some new trailers, specifically Jackass Forever and Dune. And then we got ourselves some DC casting news for Injustice and Batgirl. On the video game side, we have Steam's brand new gaming console. Yeah, that's right. A portable gaming console, but yeah, a Steam gaming console. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars. Netflix might be dipping into gaming. And, of course, we had our an EA Play, so we'll talk about some of the things that happened there. And, finally, for television, we have our Emmy nomination. So, so I guess it is big on all three on all three funds because it's a pretty big, pretty big story there. Our Emmy nominations, uh, trailers for Child's Play and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and, uh, of course, Heels. That's a lot of trailers for television there. So, without further ado... Let's drop right into the news. So starting out, we're going to talk about Space Jam. Space Jam released on July 16th, and it was another great opening. The film opened to over 31 million, uh, the best opening for WB during the pandemic, beat out uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, which came out earlier this year. And it's all thanks to a massive, a huge marketing push that they put behind it. Uh, we're talking targeted ads on TV, a huge social media presence, mostly from literally the star LeBron James himself. And then you, uh, YouTube channels uh, across the board. We're talking uh, the Looney Tunes YouTube channel, HBO's and Warner Brothers YouTube channels, the film's dedicated YouTube channel all played a role in a huge marketing push for this movie. Uh, but that success means some failures on the other side, because despite having a huge opening, Black Widow's second weekend fell off an astronomical 69%, bringing in only $26 million. Uh, so the fall off was so much that NATO, the National Alliance of Theater Owners, had to come out with a statement. And they actually blamed the fact that the film was also released on Disney Plus through the Premier Access uh, route. Uh, but, you know, that is kind of an issue because NATO being the National Alliance of Theater Owners have a clear vested interest in making sure the movies release and make money in the theaters. But um, a very uh, a recency update, speaking of uh, making money in the theaters, um, first we'll talk about with another weekend passes and more films release, Black Widow continues to fall. It brought in just $11 million in its third weekend. 
and Space Jam also had quite a big fall off, only grossing $9.5 million in its second weekend. Um, now, while the COVID curve clearly makes these not a massive issue, I mean, the numbers they make are still pretty good numbers. Without the curve, without the COVID curve, these numbers are actually really, really bad news and would not board well for the return in uh, the the returns for these movies to deem them a success. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, Fast Nine, the ninth Fast and Furious movie, grabbed another grabbed another nine million dollars and clearly seems to be the only film released in theaters that this summer that has had overwhelmingly solid numbers. But wait, there is yet another recency update and a very quick hit here. I'll cover some stuff here uh, covering uh, Black Widow. Uh, first off, just a little side note. Um, Entertainment Weekly just released the first look at the Hawkeye Disney Plus series. Just a, a small image that shows uh, Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Clint Barton, meeting Kate Bishop, also known as Hawkeye, <laughs> uh, for the first time, seemingly. Uh, but the, but the, uh, the little article from Entertainment Weekly also doled out the premiere date for Hawkeye, which is going to be November 4th. So it's going to be the, uh, the next Disney Plus series following, uh, What If that premieres on August 11th. So with that out the way, now we're going to talk about the real thing that connects to our previous story, which is, uh, it was been announced that Scarlett Johansson, the star of Black Widow, is actually filing a lawsuit against Disney for breach of contract, which is crazy. Now, what does this lawsuit stem from? Well, it kind of touches back on the things uh, we we mentioned in the previous uh, story and the previous news drop about the release of Black Widow. The lawsuit in terms that when Disney and Marvel released Black Widow on Disney Plus, that was the breach of contract because even though if you remember in the last story, it made um, it made north of eighty million dollars. But if you remember, I also said that it also made an additional sixty million on Disney Plus, and that seems to be where the issue is because Scarlett Johansson's payment all came from the fact of how much the film made in theaters, not how much it made on Disney Plus. So with the money that it made from Disney Plus, I believe I read that. Scarlett Johansson possibly missed out on making making an additional fifty million dollars from the movie's returns, and I got to tell you, for for fifty million dollars, I'd sue Disney too. So, <laughs> so that's kind of the big story there. Um, there have been some news on uh, reactions. Uh, some, you know, higher ups within Disney are upset that the suit is going through, but I'm hearing some people within Marvel are actually. Uh, I guess basically on the side of Scarlett Johansson and they're upset that the movie released on Disney plus as well. And I believe I heard Kevin Feige was all is, was one of the biggest voices of it being upset that it came out on that too. So yeah, just a, just a quick hit. Uh, not, not too much more on that story right now. Just the initial report that the lawsuit was filled. So we'll be keeping on that possibly on the next news drop. But moving forward, uh, two new trailers have been released, and they're two trailers on pretty much just the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. First of all, Jackass Forever had its first trailer release. Uh, the gang is all back, sans Bam and Dunn. You can look up yourself. 
uh, and up to their old tricks. It's been 12 years since the last Jackass film, Jackass 3, released. So this is probably the last hurrah for the crew. At least I hope so, for their health's sake. These guys are like nearly 50 years old. So <laughs> I hope this is it for them. I don't think their bodies can take much more. Uh, Jackass Forever releases in theaters on October 22nd, as does the next film we'll talk about, which is Dune's new trailer, which showed off more action and more lore, showing the oppression of the world, uh, Arrakis. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, and I mean, just the shots are just gorgeous. Uh, the, so everything looks good. The costume designs, uh, the, the entire world. I've never seen the original Dune, so I actually don't know much about the, the lore and the story of this film. But I do know that this one looks great, and I'm very, very excited to see it. Uh, Dune releases in theaters and on HBO Max, like I said, on October 22nd. And then, of course, we got some casting news from DC. And they have cast their Batgirl for this HBO Max solo film. The role is going to go to In the Heights star Leslie Grace. Uh, the film will be directed by duo Adel L. Arby and Bilal Fala, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, known for uh, the Bad Boys for Life film. And the film is expected to be released sometime in 2023. <sighs> All right, we got a long one here. Uh, we also got a huge cast list for the DC Injustice animated film. Of course, the film is based off the popular video game and comic book franchise of DC, sort of an alternate, alternate world uh, retelling of things. So, get ready for this very long list. So, for the film, we have Justin Hartley as Superman, Anson Mount as Batman, Janet Varney as Wonder Woman, Laura Bailey as Lois Lane and Rama Kushner, Zach Collinson as Damian Wayne and Jimmy Olsen, Brian T. Delaney as Green Lantern, Reed Scott as Green Arrow and Victor Zaz, Brandon Michael Hall as Cyborg, Yuri Lowenthal as Flash, Mirror Master, and Shazam, Derek Phillips as Aquaman and Nightwing, Kevin Pollock as Joker and Jonathan Kent, Gillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn, Edwin Hodge as Killer Croc and Mr. Terrific, Oliver Hudson as Plastic Man, Anika Noni Rose as Catwoman, and Farin Tahir as Ray Sal Ghul and Fred Tatashore as Captain Adam. Woo, that's a very, very long list. So, whew, that's a long list. So the Injustice movie is scheduled to come out sometime this fall. So that's it for film. Moving on to video games. For video games, Steam has announced a new handheld system called the Steam Deck. So the Steam Deck is basically a handheld PC that will have your whole Steam library and will also have the ability to have other apps and libraries such as the Epic Game Store and Xbox Game Pass capable of being played on the system. It is unknown, however, how the games will exactly play on the Steam Deck but you can at least import those apps and those libraries into the Steam Deck. Now, the Steam Deck itself will have a 7-inch screen. It'll run on an AMD APU. This chip is built around two key AMD architectures, the Zen 2 and the RDNA 2. The Zen 2 architecture is the same one found within the AMD Ryzen 3000 processors, and within the Steam Deck resides four Z2 cores, capable of eight threads and ready and waiting for your portable gaming needs. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what any of that means, but for any PC gamers out there, I'm, I'm guessing that is all some, some really 
really, really good news. Um, the RDNA2 architecture is behind the PC's graphical grunt, and the Steam Deck comes with eight compute units, or CUs, for a total of 512 cores. Again, <laughs> no idea what that means, but I hope if for any PC people that means some good things. Uh, and it does appear to handle 720p without too much of a hassle. But here's some things I here are some things that I do understand and completely know. So when it, the Steam Deck is released, there will be three different versions available at different prices. For in, but the main thing being storage units. So a 64 gig is going to be three hundred and ninety nine dollars. 256 gigabytes is $529 and the 512 gigabytes is $649. Now the Steam Deck is is going to be available on December of this year, December 2021. Currently, you can reserve yours on Steam right now, but I believe it is in a limited release window. You'll kind of just sign up and they'll send like an email or something to reserve and purchase a copy, but all that's going to come a little later. So I'm super excited about it, especially for a person like me who does not own a gaming PC and um, like pricing has always been like the biggest issue and constant upkeep. Something like this is something I'm really excited about to finally be able to cross into that PC platform. So I'm really excited about it. The prices, of course, are still pretty, pretty high, especially for a, a portable game system. But I mean... Like, even, like, the middle one is only slightly more than, like, a Nintendo Switch. And I'm pretty sure this is going to have a lot more power and a lot more game variety than a Switch will. So, that's pretty dope. Moving on, uh, Swedish studio Ludosity has announced a Smash-like game called Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. And it will star, uh, in no surprise, of course, Nickelodeon characters. Uh, the roster, for right now, includes characters such as SpongeBob SquarePants, Sandy Cheeks, and Patrick Star, all of course from SpongeBob SquarePants. Danny Phantom, Helga, Zim, Leonardo and Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, Abina, Lincoln and Lucy Loud from Loud House, and Nigel Thornberry. And that's just a few of them. Uh, the game is released in fall of this year. So, a new game coming into the Smash like genre, maybe cross it over to a competitive way. I believe uh, Ludosity has claimed that they would like to cross over into the competitive market. So hopefully that works out for them. Hopefully this is a good game. Next up, streaming giant Netflix is moving into gaming. Um, it is still very early right now in the move, but it seems like their first step is to offer ad-free mobile gaming to their subscribers. The plan is for this to happen as early as next year. Uh, so we could start seeing some a lot of Netflix gaming things happen as early as next year. But of course, Netflix isn't the first streaming uh, giant to cross over into gaming. Of course, Amazon and more famously Google with uh, St Google Stadia have dipped their toes into the gaming network as well. So it seems like now that these people have conquered, you know, movies and television, they're moving into games, which makes my job a little more easier. <laughs> it gives me a little more stuff to cover. EA had another EA Play event. Um, again, honestly, not too much has happened here. But there were a few cool announcements that I will run through really quickly. Uh, first off, we have a new game called Grid Legends, which is a racer, which is, which is a racer game, with a live-action story 
attached to it. Uh, we also got a release date for the gothic role-playing game Lost in Random. That's coming out on September 10th. We got a new map and gear coming to uh, the Dodgeball uh, Battle Royal Knockout City. New update for Apex Legends called Emergence, that also comes with a new character called Seer. The next Battlefield will come with what's called Battlefield Portal, which is a, actually a game mode that mixes and matches maps and modes from previous Battlefield games like Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, and Battlefield 1942. And finally, they cap things off with the reveal of a Dead Space remake in the works, which has probably been the worst, one of the worst kept secrets <laughs> in gaming lately, recently. But the remake is scheduled for right now to only come out on next-gen consoles. So that's PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles. Well, that's the end of video games. Let's move on to television. So the Emmy Awards are now upon us. This year, HBO and HBO Max lead the total amount of nominations with 130. Netflix is actually closely behind with 129. But the biggest surprise is Disney Plus this year, which has a huge jump from last year with 71 nominations. Most of those come in thanks to The Mandalorian, which is actually tied with Netflix's The Crown for most nominations for an individual series with 24. WandaVision is next up with 23, while Hulu's Handmaiden's Tale is following that with 21. So, yeah, big things for the streaming giants making big noise in the Emmys this year. Um, obviously, I'm not going to cover every list of nominations here, but I will cover some of the biggest ones and some of the most important ones. So, nominations for Best Drama Series are The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, Handmaiden's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. Nominations for Best Comedy are Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, The Kaminsky Method, Pen15, and Ted Lasso. For lead actor in a drama, we have Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Jonathan Majors for Lovecraft Country, Josh O'Connor for The Crown, Renge Jean Page for Bridgerton, Billy Porter for Poles, and Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. For lead actress in a drama series, we have Uzo Aduba in Treatment. In In Treatment, I should say. In 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 Treatment, I guess I should say. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Emma Corrin for The Crown. Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale. MJ Rodriguez for Pose. And Journey Smollett for Lovecraft Country. For lead actor in a comedy series, we have Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method. William H. Macy for Shameless. Jason Sudeikis for for Ted Lasso, and Kenan Thompson for Kenan. And finally, for lead actress in a comedy series, we have A.D. Bryant for Shrill, Kaylee Kuko for The Flight Attendant, Allison Janey for Mom, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackest, and Gene Smart for Hacks. The Emmys will be hosted by Cedric the Entertainer and air on CBS and Paramount Plus on September 19th. All right, and to finish up our television, we've got three trailers and three for three different shows. First off, not only do we have the trailer, but we also got the first poster for Book of Nine-Nine for its key art for its final season, season eight. Uh, the season will be the last for the cop comedy. Uh, the trailer kind of just showed uh, the cast speaking on what we can expect for the final season. 
also talked about um, all the cool, cool, cools we've gotten and all of the, which I guess has turned into the signature joke for the series, the sex tape jokes, which can we please make that the new replacement for that's what she said. I love the office. The lo- I love, and I love that's what she said. That always be a classic, but I'm, I'm going to start pulling to make title of your sex tape. The next, <laughs> the next new joke there. Oh, yeah, but the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine will premiere on NBC on August 12th. Next up, Sci-Fi's Chucky series had its first trailer. The killer doll returns and seems to be influencing and uh, basically ruining the life of a schoolboy named Jake. Which I'll admit, I kind of like the dynamic of that instead of Chucky obviously um, pretending to be a doll around a kid all the time and kind of killing people like around him like that. He actually, you know, interacts and speaks with this kid and actually kind of influences them, uh, kind of pushing his, uh, his murderous, <laughs> I guess his, his, his murderous tendency on the boy. But I guess we'll have to see. Uh, I was skeptical about this show at first, but I have to admit that trailer definitely looks good, especially for a sci-fi show, which kind of, I mean, it's sci-fi. It has, it definitely has a certain niche for a lot of the shows they have, but this one actually looks good. And I'm actually very kind of excited to see it now. Uh, but this Chucky series seems to be confirmed to be a continuation of Cult of Chucky in the original series dating all the way back to a child's play in the 80s, not the 2019 reboot. But Chucky airs on Sci-Fi and USA on October 12th. Finally, the Stars drama Heels had its first trailer. Uh, the series is going to follow two brothers who star and run a small-time independent wrestling federation in Georgia. With one, the older brother, being the bad guy, the heel, while the younger brother portrays the good guy or the face. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm a big wrestling fan myself, so this actually looked pretty cool. Plus, it stars uh, Stephen Amell, who you may know, uh, obviously, as Oliver Queen Arrow from the CW series Arrow. And if you also didn't know, he, too, is a massive wrestling fan and has interacted in the pro wrestling circuit quite a few times he had a match at wwe SummerSlam a few years ago and he's of course very very good friends with uh cody rhodes and all the guys who started up the new wrestling uh franchise aew so yeah so this is pretty cool uh but yeah heels airs on stars on august 12th which is pretty pretty soon Anywho, that is it for another news drop. Uh, most of the news from uh, the end of July there. Uh, some pretty pretty interesting stuff. A lot of new shows that I'm going to be interested in that we may see some reviews on in the future. And of course, we're going to keep our best to follow up on that Scarlett Johansson versus Disney situation there. Um, and uh, yeah, also the Steam Deck, which... I am pretty excited about, and I actually might try my hand at grabbing one of those, but we shall see. But of course, as always, thank you very, very much for listening on whatever platform you're listening to. Please make sure to follow and subscribe if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what I could do better. And of course, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me ramble on about these three things i very much enjoy and very much like so anyway till next time stay watching stay playing stay awesome and you all have a great day 
you stay safe out there all right i'm out of here